Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Out, hosted by Those Guys Geek. I am Steve. I am Jason. I am Christopher. And this week is unofficially sponsored by the word disappointment. Just like I am about my computer. Thank you, Windows 10, for fucking up my computer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But this wasn't Windows 10 fault. This was Windows fault. No. This was your fault. It was not. Yeah. Anyway, either way, my computer's <laughs> fucked up since I put Windows 10 on it, so I'm disappointed. But we're going to talk this week about disappointments, and uh, I'm going to kick it right off and just say, hey, Chris, you saw a really Oscar-worthy movie this week, didn't you? Well, it's funny, actually, because basically when we had this conversation on uh, on Facebook quickly, this is basically what stemmed our entire podcast this week. Uh, yeah, for everybody listening, I went and saw the... Uh, atrocious, atrocious monstrosity that was the Fantastic Four reboot and uh, honestly I think I've seen better acting or better excitement when two homeless guys were fighting for a sandwich outside my office. Like that's basically <laughs> fucking terrible this movie was. Um, and the worst part is as far as disappointments goes I was really looking forward to it. Although I will go on the record and say that I'm not one of those people who absolutely hated the originals. Like, I, I didn't think they were fucking awful. Um, I mean, they did some things terribly wrong. They were cheesy. But ultimately, they weren't bad. But I was like, okay, cool. You know, the reboot's coming. I'm looking forward to it. You know, they, they want to take another approach at it. And it was fucking awful. Like, it was god-awful. Hashtag was, Jessica Alba. Man, not <laughs> anything. I just I couldn't get over it. I mean... Doctor Doom was awful. Just everything. The fucking cinema, just terrible. Like literally, it was a fucking dumpster fire. I uh, I checked out of the movie. Like I didn't I didn't go watch it. I <laughs> I may download it. Legally, of course. Officially, of course, of course, of course. Um, you're gonna you're gonna download it from the iTunes store and pay ten dollars, <laughs> right? To rent it, yeah. Um, but like I checked out of watching this when I read interviews with like Kate Mara talking about how she went out and bought a bunch of Fantastic Four comics because she wanted to like get in the head of her character. You know, like every fucking person who goes into these comic movies does. They're like, yeah, I read the, I read the comics now. I you know, research my character, source material. The, the thing this is based off of, and Josh Trank was like, nope, throw that shit in the garbage. We ain't, we're not, this ain't, you know, don't even bother reading it. And I'm like, okay. Look, I get that comics don't translate directly from page to screen. It just, it, it doesn't work that way. You gotta make a little bit of a, of adjustments to make the story work. But my god, like, you also have to be true to the spirit of what you're kind of adapting from, right? Especially so. if you're calling for a reboot. Like, you're remaking this movie because you, honestly, everyone was shitting on the first one, so this guy's like, alright, I'm gonna make it better. Ha ha ha. Nope. Bam. Garbage. I, I'm with you, uh, Chris. I actually really don't hate the original two. I, th I, I think it came out, like, I mean, it came out around the time the, the, the other Spider-Man movies came out, which, uh, at that time, you know, comic book movies really never found their, uh, their place in uh, cinema at that time—it was just kind of building up to what, what you know, you where mean we are is today. There, there, there wasn't a Marvel Cinematic Universe to compare everything to. There, well, not, not 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 even that. There wasn't any. There wasn't anybody out there, or people were just going off the wall with 
with everything and you know like everybody was just doing oh well you know this is what, this is what I want to do we're going to do a Spider-Man movie but I'm going to do it this way and we're going to make uh, you know web come out of his friggin wrists um, and things like that so I mean but the first couple of movies I mean they weren't bad I mean all the guys you know looked the part um, the human torch was actually played great oh that man the silver surfer to this day is probably the most accurate looking comic and book character ever. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> yeah. Michael 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 Chiklis wore a sixty pound suit. Hundred percent. To wear to be the thing. That's and dedication. Yeah. And Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah. We we get it, bud. You love Jessica yeah. Alba. <laughs> we, we get it. Dark <laughs> Angel, come back. But that being said, oh, don't even... we're using this we're using this as a crutch because honestly, this whole thing is going to be about things that were letting us down. Exactly, uh, and, and that's what the, what this whole thing. This is a crutch for us. This was a starting point. So as soon as we saw this, we got together and we're like, you know what, guys, it's time. Let's just have a chat about everything that just pissed us off or disappointed us or let us down. Kind of like my dad not taking me to that ball game when I was a child. So yeah, or like sexual experiences and things like that. But no, really, man, you're um, having a tough fucking yeah, go gonna, at it right now, aren't you? We, it's just <laughs> all sex. Your computer and doesn't Jessica work. Alba Jessica Alba, terrible sexual experiences. Jesus, you, you, need, you need a separate podcast. <laughs> Those guys relate. Um, but yeah, like we're just gonna use this as like a kickoff to you know, because because I mean, there's so much hate about this movie, but we live in a time where, excuse me, people are really overcritical about certain things, and there's a level of expectation on everything now. Um, you know, comic book comic book movies are just like the tip of the iceberg. But when it comes to video games, any any intellectual property out there right now that has any that has more than five fans, like, has a level of expectation behind it. I mean, there's so much expectation behind movies like Deadpool and Star Wars and and you know, like even the next Wolverine movie or the next um, you know Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meets X Men movie. Um, because, you know, Ivan Ooze is the villain. Um, but things like that. Like, even that. Like, like, that's a great example. Like, people were expecting, you know, this big dude for Apocalypse, and they got Ivan Ooze. I think, before we dig into things that disappointed us, I just want to touch on the fact that, and I'm probably going to get hate for anybody that really listens to me say this, but fans are entitled pieces of shit. Like, you know... I, people, I agree. People that band together, like, look at, you know... If you really don't like something that somebody did, and then you look at them, like, take to Twitter or social media, which has really given everybody a voice to do or say whatever they want from behind a computer screen, and they get on there, and they tweet to the creators of these things, and they're like, you're a piece of shit, your show sucks, how do you even expect to live with yourself after the shame you have put me, the fan who watched this and didn't like it through? Like, you know, that's... That's crazy. It, it, you can be disappointed by something, but, like, my God, tone it down, buckaroo. Like, they made this to entertain you. Wow. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is I started this entire podcast off as a piece of shit. <laughs> right? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think, like, I don't think... I didn't call Fox and tell them. Yeah, right? You're, you're just expressing your disappointment, which is, which is fair. Like, it was a shit movie. You can say something shit, but, like... The people that get on and, like, target and yeah. attack, like, the creators, like, we can say that, you know, Josh Trank did a terrible job directing the movie. He did. That's an opinion. We're not tweeting Josh Trank and saying we're going to go murder him because <laughs> Fantastic Four was a terrible movie. 
<laughs> and Josh Trank, if you're listening, I promise the three of us aren't coming to murder you. It's I'm just you're just an example, man. No, but if you are listening, I'm really glad you're not a part of the Star Wars universe. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, so let's just jump into it. I mean, let's talk about some of the biggest disappointments we've ever seen. I mean, guys, let's look at. I mean. Um, let's go. Let's start right out of the game. Let's go with the video game perspective. I mean, it's one of those things where we, we talked about things, and I know that some of us have some mutual emotions about one thing, and we know how much Steve loves it. But I don't think you can deny the fact that as far as major disappointments go, I think Destiny's got to be up at the top of that list for video games. Right. I think so. Uh, it's it definitely. I mean, I, I look. Like look at this. Look at this. He's gonna try and like agree with us, but not agree with us. Okay. I I like the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really liked the game when I first when I first played it, we but know. I didn't understand the game. Everyone liked the game when they first played it. But I didn't really. But, but here's the thing: I went into the game when I first played it. I didn't really understand the dynamic of the game. I didn't even understand the structure of the game. Now that I've actually played it, I can see why people would hate it. But I still like it now. Like we were saying before we actually started talking, um, the Taken King is coming out now in uh, in the fall. Which is hoping to bring it back to a game where and a leveling system where people are actually more used to. It is a good game, but it's just it's it's. it's I love not, that we didn't get a chance to start talking about why it was disappointing, and you're already on the other side okay. explaining why well, it's going to well, get better. Well, here's the thing. Let's let's <laughs> let's target that statement. So yes. I'm just softening of, the blow. With they're, 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 getting of, they're getting rid of their shitty post-match level light leveling system. <laughs> but guess what, man? Like, look at the people that have spent hours upon hours upon hours grinding and grinding because all the end game of Destiny is is grinding. That's it. To get gear. It takes forever to max out your level unless you're lucky enough to get, like the fucking piece of gear that you need to do it. The people that have spent like hundreds of hours getting that gear and now it's like, hey, guess what? If you had to wait a year, you didn't need to do all that. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, let's start from the beginning. I mean, when this game was coming out, this is exactly, I mean, fans, Bungie fans in general, this they were, they were, they were, we were hoping. We're like, man, fucking just come out swinging. Like, we know you got it in you. I mean, Christ, you invented Halo. I mean, come on, fucking let's go. And Marathon Man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> or mar mar Marathon, I should say. As an, as an MMO, it's designed to be played in groups, yet the tools to join and communicate with those groups were shit right from the get-go. Yep. Single-player storyline was fucking short. It wasn't even sweet. You know, basically it was non-existent. The missions were super repetitive. The only good thing, in my opinion, about Destiny were the, were the world's... Yeah, the, it looked good. Yeah, aesthetically it was gorgeous. But do you remember, uh, there's a video that circulated that was like, uh, oh, hey, you see all this like space out here? <laughs> Playable environment. And then, no, no, it's, no, just it's jokes. not. Just jokes. Just jokes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, it, I think it was disappointing to a lot of people. I don't think it's a bad game, but I don't think it's to the caliber of what... It could have been, and I think honestly, by its nature as an MMO, that's where it kind of loses a bit of its luster. Like it's 100%. hard, it's hard to make a story-driven game when you have twenty million people playing the exact same story. You know, it's it it does make it a bit tricky. But there's nothing in that game 
that makes me care about what's happening in that game. No, agreed. Now, that being said, Steve, this is where I will let you come over the top once again and tell us, guys, <laughs> the fallen kid's coming, and it's going to make things so much better, and everything's going to be better. <laughs> but so, I, was just, I was just trying right. to soften the blow for anybody listening who might be crying right now that you guys... Have Everybody's on the same side we are, Steve. Everybody I, I know. I, I don't love the game as, as much as you know I make it to be. I, I just think I think it's a great game. I think it is a... I look at it this way. It's like this, or, um, Bungie came out and said, this is a 10-year game. You know, guys, this is a game that we're going to be working on. I think there is a lot of potential. It's got, I mean, they've got a great story, I think, anyway, um, that they need, that they should develop on because, I mean, the base story in the first game, yes, is very lackluster. Um, I believe they've got a great setting. They've got great characters. They, got, they have so much good behind this game, and they have so many great ideas, it's just the execution kind of fell to the wayside, and everybody was like, what the hell? And, I mean, you look at it, like you guys said, I mean, these guys are behind, arguably, the greatest video game series ever. I mean, Halo is up there with Zelda and Mario and... And, you know, Mass Effect and stuff like that is some of the greatest game series ever made. And um, then they release this, and they're like, what the fuck? I mean, even, I mean, 343 is blowing these guys out of the water. I mean, like, you guys came from Halo, man. We're doing a better job at Halo now than you ever did, and look what you're doing. But I'm just saying, but key in point, it falls under... I'm not saying it's a bad game and it will be forever. I'm saying it falls under... Disappointment. Disappointment. But going going back to what we said before, and what Jason said, we we as fans of Bungie had a lot of entitlement, and we had a lot of expectation. And don't they don't just take my words to to help make yourself feel better. But uh, I mean, I'll go to, I'll go to a series. I'll go to a series that I I really like, and um, I, I mean, I've also said you know I love Assassin's Creed. I I played you know the second and the third one and all that. I never played the first one because it was just it didn't really appeal to me. Plus it was really repetitive. But then the third one comes around and the third one is just garbage. Like the Assassin's Creed Three was just absolute garbage, and I I hated it. I didn't like it well, at all. I mean, when Ubisoft tries to call the Duty a franchise, what do you expect? But then they released Black Flag, and Black Flag, Call of Duty, or Assassin's Creed 4 was amazing. It was so amazing. Yeah, Black Flag was good. Like, but I think Black Flag appeals to just more than Assassin's Creed friends, because honestly, if you look past the Assassin's Creed stuff of, of Black Flag, it's a great pirate game, man. If, I think, here's the thing, with video games, if you look at AAA developers, they're given so much money and so much time to build these games, and they have to hype them to sell them, and then you end up with things like yearly franchises that are buggy as hell, like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty, you know, like, it's just, you know, they're going to keep pumping them out because people keep buying them, whether they're garbage or not. People want... Agreed. ...want whatever's in that franchise, right? Like, you can't sit here and say... Call of Duty Black Ops 3 isn't going to sell a shit ton of copies when it comes out you know, this November. It's going to sell. Maybe oh, not as is. maybe not quite as good as it did before, you know. But like, it's it's going to sell even though people are like, it's the same fucking game every year with uh, with a little bit of tweaking. 
doesn't matter. People will still buy it. It's like anybody who buys sports franchise games. I'm one of those key and point guys. You know, you'll pay that extra eighty dollars a year, and essentially all that changes is a roster update. Yeah, because people because do. the oh sorry guys, but the way it is with games is that you buy a game because of the experience that you have with that game. And I mean, I've played games. I mean, I do play games that people look at me and they're like, "What the fuck you play that game for? Like, why do you like that game?" That's because I like that game. Like it's 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 a game that I really love, but you know. Good description, Steve. Yeah, no, but really, that's what it is. Like I play I games because I like games. I play games. Okay. Um, I don't buy sports games, but Chris does. I don't buy sports games because I don't like them. But I'm I gonna say, Chris, you're a fucking idiot because you buy soccer. Chris yes. buys sports <laughs> games because yeah. Chris I likes play soccer because I like sports games. Exactly. You like sports games, but anyway. I, but I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I was disappointed by, all right? I went down to my local burrito shop the other day, and the burrito <laughs> was just shit. Utter shit. Like, I, it's, I think it all circles back to, like, you know, we have this level of expectation that when we put forth, you know, $25 to go watch a movie in a theater or... 30 bucks to buy it on Blu-ray or 80 fucking dollars to buy a video game that we should get a quality product. Agreed. But a good chunk of the time, we don't always end up with that. Like, it's it's just the way it is. I think, honestly, that's what's popularized things like indie developers in the gaming community, for example, are doing so much better because, you know, they just have time to put passion in it, whereas, like, Activision or Bungie or, you know, they're given $500 million to make a game and then they don't take advantage of... They spend $100 million of it on the game and $400 million on fucking drinks. Hooker and blow! That's <laughs> and blow, yeah. um, but I will say, I mean, who, I mean, don't get me wrong, and, you know, everybody out there listening, just because we are disappointed in it, and I guess if you look at it from a, from a cost perspective, I mean, I'm going to use you, Steve, as an example. You really enjoyed Destiny, so to you, that was a great value of $80. Mm-hmm. For me, I probably wished I would have, like, just lit it on fucking fire because I probably would have had more enjoyment. <laughs> um, but ultimately, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if, if you think it's good and if you think the value is good and you enjoy it, I mean, like you said, Steve, Assassin's Creed Unity, garbage. Like, it, it just, you know, a bunch of technical glitches, awful frame rate, it, it just it nailed it. But I don't know. I mean, to me, that's just that's a, that's a terrible thing. I mean, NHL 15, I'll go back to sports games. Fucking terrible video game. EA took yeah. shit everywhere for that. I mean, it it wasn't a secret. Social media was just bombarded. I mean, Rammer, the guy in charge of NHL, I mean, I'm pretty sure his house was fucking terrorized. It's, it's, it was garbage, and and it's all from the fan point of view. Like, if you don't like it, fuck it, don't buy it. Give them ideas, tell them why you don't like it. Anyways, that's just my thought. Well, let's move. Let's move on to you know we touched on we touched on movies um, a little bit there. So like guys, what's like, aside from you know Fantastic Four and, and stuff like that? Like what's a what's a movie that you have seen? Uh, you know, it can be either you know present or, or past or anything like that. Like what's a movie that you've seen now, or maybe a movie that you seen when you were younger that now you look back on it and you're like, what the fuck was this? Like what is there like something you guys can think of? I I already know what mine is. Keep that shitty Batman movie out of this conversation because we already shit on that two um, weeks ago. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's Lucy was a shit movie. Agreed. 
Taken. I haven't seen. Taken Two was a shit movie. I don't understand how many times you can fuck with Liam Neeson's family before you finally get it. The third one was good. The third one was good. But the second one, Terminator Genesis, was fucking awful. What Genesis was good? I didn't like it at all. Thought it was a fucking terrible reboot. Thought it was poorly done. The only cool thing about you know it was the evil you John Connor. Fuck nope. you. I'm going to come murder you because you don't agree with my opinion. <laughs> I think that Amelia Clark and Jay Courtney were terribly casted in that movie. Uh, oh, yeah, they were. Arnold, fucking the highlight, though. Oh, Arnold. for sure. Arnold's yeah. the man. And right. I'm not going to shit on him. I mean, th- he has a fucking tank now. <laughs> the tank he actually drove. A member of the Austrian army. They gave it to him. Yeah. And he drives it around for charity and just ex- like runs shit over for money. <laughs> Man, how do we get how do we get that job? You know what? I'm just dis- I'm just dis- fucking tank. I'm disappointed in us. I'm disappointed that this is what we're doing right now, and we're not out in our tanks cruising <laughs> around, giving charity money away. Um, I I'm gonna say um like uh, Resident Evil, the last two Resident Evil movies. Absolutely. Well, actually, the I mean, I I like the Resident Evil movies for for the fact that I get to see a lot of characters that I like from the franchise um, come to life. But aside, and I and sadly, I, I I own all of them just because of that particular reason. But I mean, the franchise as a whole is is doesn't really do the the franchise I, justice. I, I will say this about the Resident Evil movie franchise: that not great movies, not Bad movies, but they're the best video game movies. Ooh, I don't know if I'll even give you that. What? What's What's your best video game movie? Best video game movie? Yeah. Hmm. House of the Dead. Oh, Ooh. fuck off. What? <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think because there's so many fucking bad ones. Um... <laughs> If you want to talk disappointment, let's talk video game movies. Fucking straight out of the gate. Doom, buddy. Doom. All all of them. All of them were terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Super Mario Brothers, pretty badass back in the day. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fuck it. No, you know what, buddy? You could be right, Jason. I can't think of a fucking better (laughs) shitty video game movie, man. Like, you could have something here. Although, uh, I will say this, though. I'm not sure if anybody else has seen it to kind of put a positive spin on it. I saw the final trailer... For the new Hitman movie, it and actually it looks fucking awesome. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't I wasn't look on bad. board until this final trailer came out, and now I'm pumped for it. It's the it's the transporter, which were great fucking movies, man. Yeah, I, I, cars, guns, and action. How fucking bad I, could it be? I still think that the Hitman movies were already made. They were made as the transporter, and they were just called the transporter. Look at you, no, so. fucking Mister Conspiracy Theory over here. Jason Statham is Agent 47. I don't give a shit who they have in the movie. Jason Statham is Agent 47. But, no, I, I saw the new trailer today for it, actually, and I'm kind of pumped. But, I, honestly, I think you're right, Jason. I think Resident Evil is the most successful and best video game movies. I mean, a lot of people said that about Scott Pilgrim, but Scott Pilgrim was based on a comic book. But, uh, right. yeah. It's not the same. It's no. not the same. No, yeah. But I will tell you, though, I'll tell you, like, I, I mean, just quickly, man, I'm going to list off a couple of movies that I didn't think were bad adaptation from video games. Like, I didn't hate Prince of Persia, I'll be honest with you. Oh, didn't yeah. I, was, I didn't think about Prince of Persia. It was, it was good, yeah. Um, I, I, this is cheesy, but 
loved the Mortal Kombat movies back in the day. Oh yeah, well that's nostalgia talking though. Like, the first go, one, the first one, but the other ones were. If you if you go back and look at those movies now, and you're like, this is still awesome from like a eight year old me perspective, but they're they're not they're not great. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, I think that's about yeah. I, I can't, but I, I'd have to say yeah. No, honestly, Prince of Persia is probably the best video game movie so far. Well, I'm gonna say it because. I want to. Uh, Star Wars Episode One. Oh fuck! I think Episode Two is the worst Star Wars movie. Now, see, back yeah, in the I... day, I was pumped for that movie. Who was now it? I... Yeah, now I watch yeah. it, and Steve, you talk like you're the only one that loves Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. Uh... What's a Star Wars? I I will give you this. The the pre. I mean we. Let's not even talk too much about the prequels because we all know. But I think I think episode two by far is way worse than episode one. I'd agree. Fucking Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen have no chemistry together. At least we got some fucking Liam Neeson. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk from my you know from my heart of hearts. Okay. I didn't believe they were in love, man. <laughs> I have to live my life every day thinking and pretending like Luke and Leia were just adopted because I couldn't, I can't believe, I can't believe that she would fall in love with that wooden piece of shit. Hey, he's Canadian though, bud. Oh, whatever. Hey, quit shit on our own. Was he in anything good? What's the best movie Hayden Christensen's been in? Oh, what was Revenge that? Revenge of the Sith? No, no. What was that movie he did with the fucking where he was like transporting all over the place? Jumper? Jumper. Jumper? Jumper. Really? Jumper? Listen. listen what I'm other gonna... movies has he been in? You said give me another movie that was good. <laughs> it's the only other film he's done. He was in one there a little while ago with Paul Walker. Which clearly he got Oh, what was it? Uh it wasn't uh, Brick Mansions, was it? No, they were like a bunch of thieves or something. Sounds about right. No, I I'll give you oh yeah Hayden Christensen, but like I mean uh, just side note, you want to talk about shitting on our own? I'm just gonna say this, and this is all I'm gonna say. Justin Bieber. Fuck Moving off. on. Fuck off. He's about to drop a new single in like 20 days. No, he, gets it. You... he fucked up. He fucked up. He's he's coming back. He'll be fine. Look at you with your beard. He did Ellen like 13 times. <laughs> he's gonna be okay. Don't hey, listen, listen to him, Beebs. And he's dinking Kylie Jenner, who's now speaking, no, one speaking of, those of kids. I don't know. Speaking of co- of comebacks and stuff like that, just side note: I read this huge article on uh, Robert Downey Jr. Dude, man, is like the epitome of comeback strong. Oh yeah, he's so good, man. Holy he Howard, fucking thrown off Iron Man. That's how what? powerful he is. Holy That's... shit, man! That dude was crazy. I found out shit that he did back in the nineties. I didn't even know about. Oh yeah, man. He was he was a train wreck, bud. He, he was like he like... would say probably arguably the biggest Hollywood comeback story ever. Ever. No, yeah. I, I I'm going on record right now to say that he is one hundred percent. Yeah, I'd believe that for sure. Apparently, well, last year too. Apparently, there was some media shit going around like his kid was bad in the blow and stuff and. You know, from him, he was just like, you know what, fuck you guys. It's his own personal life. We'll get through it. Like I'm supporting yeah. my kid the whole time because I mean, he 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 lived the life, man. That was him. He he. he, he was Charlie Sheen for fuck's sake. 
Oh man, like what what he did makes Charlie Sheen look like a fucking kindergarten. First of all, Charlie Sheen is a fucking man. <laughs> so let's move on Mini. to um, television shows. Uh, now this is kind of a broad one. I honestly really can't think of anything right off the top of my head that. You know what? Actually, Steve, I've got an idea, man. Instead of just shitting on TV shows, let's talk about disappointing television finales because I think that way there we can kind of, you know, yeah. I think that'll be a fun conversation. Plus, that's actually that's actually a better that's actually a better direction. Awesome. So finales. What's the worst, most disappointing television series finale you've ever seen? It's a toss up between Seinfeld and Lost. Ah, see, yeah, for me, it's the it's Seinfeld or The Sopranos. Dexter. Yeah, that's fair. Because to me, I, I I've watched like, I've watched a lot of shows through and through, man. The best season finale, the series finale, ever is Friends, hands down. What? I I think Ooh. I I think it's perfect, yeah. man. Yeah. I, think, I think I think it's just a show that wrapped everything up in a perfect bow that everyone wanted it to be wrapped up into. I can tell you how I met your mother. Disappointing finale. I wanted see. I wanted to say the best. Uh, was Breaking Bad, but then but it's I, not a finale. It's coming I would, back. I would get um, I would get shit on because of the whole fan theories and bullshit. Uh, there's no I, fan theories I, anymore. It's been announced. I, I I will tell you this about how I met your mother. The most disappointing thing about that is that they had that plan from the start. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because they had to pre-film the kids for like all their reactions from when they were young, right? Because they. Yep. That's the fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Um. I, I. Yeah. Seinfeld. No, Seinfeld was a fucking. Seinfeld train, was right? just absolutely, just terrible, man. I mean, that show was so good, so well executed and acted and written and just and then they did. Oh, fuck, man. I, I hate that fucking finale. And uh, but um, Lost. I mean, Lost was good. Now that I've. I've Sat back and I've actually looked at it. I kind of understand it. It's not the most disappointing, but honestly, for for as much as I love that show, because I loved the first three seasons of Lost, and then it just kind of went out the fuck. A lot of people were in the same shoes as you, but I mean, Lost was massive. Lost was Lost such a, a good show. And then they were just like, everybody's dead. Hey now, spoiler alert! Spoilers. <laughs> I haven't and, watched Lost actually. And no, The Sopranos. Uh, I'll give you that. Chris, I know a lot of guys who are big Sopranos fans, and uh, I've actually never—I actually haven't given the show a chance yet to sit down and watch the whole thing. But uh, from what I know of the show, uh, and people who watch the show, man, like that was a brutal ending. It was—it uh, was different, that's for sure. I mean, I know a lot of people's thoughts and reactions to it were "fuck, that's it, that's it." Just goes black. We don't know what happens. I mean, I, what happens? I, I think the problem with the Sopranos is that the creator wanted to leave a bit of ambiguity. One hundred percent. But people don't like ambiguity. They want to know. <laughs> well, especially when you're finishing a series. Like, when it's done, it's over. You know, there's nothing left to prove. Just fucking tell us what happens. Close this shit out. Let's do it. But well, I mean... Time, I'm glad that... I, oh, and fucking, um, before we get off on it, remind us to go back to how disappointing the series finale of Two and a Half Men was. Um, well, we already know, see what happens at the end of Breaking Bad. Um... With uh, Jesse Pinkman, he drives into Need for Speed. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean that. I mean, it, it's hard. It's really hard to go 
um, you know, so many seasons with certain shows. And I mean, look at I mean, look at Friends for example. I mean, ten years, it's really hard sometimes to end a show like that. Like to me, Breaking Bad is to me is the example of a show that lasted perfect amount of time. But it's not done. They start filming season six next month. I don't. I can't see anything on the internet about that. It's Vince Gilligan announced it because there were so many fan theories going on. He came out. It began shooting. Uh, basically, uh, Walt White's not dead. They say there will be a sixth of the wild sixth season. You can Google it. I just Google Breaking Bad and I can't find anything. Google harder. I'm telling you. <laughs> Google switch <harder>. to Bing. <laughs> Bing it. But um, but yeah. I, I, and, and Jason, what what were what was your thoughts on? Because uh, I know me and you were, and and Chris, I don't know if you watched uh, all of it afterward. Um, but I know me and you were, Jason, were huge fans of Clone Wars. How did you feel that ended? Chris, did you watch all that? Um, I'm not finished it yet. I I think it's hard with a show like the Clone Wars because it kind of just ended without getting a proper ending. It's it's kind of the same as like you know look at a show like Firefly or anything that's much beloved ended before it actually got a true season finale taken off the air early. Like, you know, there's a lot of examples like that. I think it's disappointing when a, when a show can't get closure. Uh, I think that's usually, I think that's sad. Yeah, that, that's a bit, that, that, and that's another like, you know, big disappointment too. Like I, I'm looking at um, a series right now that, I posted a while ago on Facebook, uh, Space Above and Beyond, which was before Firefly, kind of around the time of Babylon 5 and Deep Space Nine. And that was kind of, it was kind of in the vein of Wing Commander. And I loved that show, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those shows that really didn't get it to do. And I, I mean, you mentioned earlier Dark Angel. Dark Angel is another show that I absolutely love, but the second one oh, was Dark Angel shit. good, yeah, yeah. I think, the, the I think television is hard because... Um, you're right about something like you had something with Breaking Bad. It got five seasons. You know, it, it told its story. Dobby's viciously googling to see. No, nope. reading, <laughs> reading big big stories here between Roger Goodell, the NFL, and Tom Brady. Sorry. Oh oh, oh 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 okay. Um, but I think shows like that. You know, Spartacus is another show. It got four seasons. Ended, you know, perfectly the right amount of time. Uh, you have shows that are kind of groaning on, you know, Supernatural is going into its 11th season. And when you have shows that have gone on for that long, you're bound to have bad eggs when it comes to uh, uh, seasonal stories. I think it's... You know what show is my biggest fear that's going to run on far too long? The Walking Dead. Yep, I agree. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that one, man. I 100% agree on that one. We, we I've had this conversation with a ton of people, and... Uh, I, I, I'm going back to Breaking Bad because to me Breaking Bad is the best example of a show that knew, you know, when to put the brakes on and say. Well, I think yeah. you, I think as a TV show creator, you have to have a plan. Like if you want to do start to finish, I'll I'll use Arrow as an example because Stephen Amell often talks about how, you know, if you look at Arrow as a show, it's always framed. You know, you spend one year with him in the present day, and you get one year of his flashback of his five years on the island. And Stephen Amell's always said, like, Arrow has a five-year plan. And then after that, who knows? So, but if you look at those five years, you know, you gotta have a you gotta have a plan to get from start to end, tell your story. If it finishes there, great. If it keeps going, you know, 
you know, whatever. But I think I think the point is that as a TV show creator, you just you need to plan out your your arcs really well. Like they planned out Gotham. Don't even fuck. How did I not think to bitch yeah, about Gotham? Wow. Gotham's a piece of That's shit. That, I thought you were going to go straight there. But you know what? For every piece of shit, though, we get something good. And, like, you know, we talk a lot about disappointments, and, you know, we talked about disappointments. Because that's movies, what this episode's movies. about. Yeah, but, we, we, but aside from all the disappointments, yes, we talk about disappointments because that's what we chose to do. But out of all of it... I'm disappointed that you're trying to make stuff. this more than what it's supposed to be. Quit fucking trying to bring roses and puppies into this conversation. But no, but what I'm trying to what I'm what I'm trying to say is that of all these disappointments, these disappointments are critical to the future of a lot of these franchises because they show creators what they did wrong. Like, look, let's use a big example: Daredevil. The movie was absolutely terrible. What do you mean? The movie was absolutely <laughs> terrible. I mean, it was just it was just a terrible acted movie, casted terribly. It was just a terrible I can't believe movie. you were shitting on the late Michael Clark Duncan. Thank you very much. I mean, he don't was a... even get me started on first, Clark Duncan. First off, I will agree with you that Daredevil was a bad movie. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think people shit on Ben Affleck far more than they need to for that. Because I think people forget it takes more than Ben Affleck to make a movie unless you're DC and Batman. But now, out of that disappointment, we got the television series, which, oh <laughs> out my god. Out of that god. disappointment, we got another disappointment in Elektra. That was a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From speaking of spinoffs. But yeah, you're right. The show was great. Can't wait for season two. The show was absolutely crazy. And, you know, Ben Affleck's career, you know, went from there, and he ended up sleeping with his nanny. What? Ben Affleck's career dipped what there. The fuck? Ben Affleck's ben, career took ben off Affleck's long before Daredevil. Remember when he wrote a fucking Oscar-worthy performance in Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> ben Affleck. And what about Reindeer Games, goddammit? That was yeah, a great Reindeer movie. Games, fucking art. I, no, no, man, that's when he was at his pinnacle. That's when fucking good things happened for Ben Affleck. <laughs> Come on. I still... Gigli is one of my favorite I, I think we now. need to change the name of this podcast to Those Guys Don't Know What the Fuck They Talking About. You know, speaking no. of disappointments, so far, you know what? Steve, you're a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> That's happening right now. We, sh we, we should call your mother. I'm sure she'd agree. No, Affleck had a dip in his career. Like, he well, went... He went number, Goodwill right? Hunting was amazing. And then he had a couple group movies after that, but then there was this time when Affleck was just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he had then he then Daredevil came out and never and he was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And then after that, he just it seemed like after that he kind of went away for a little bit and then came back. And no, amazing. No, that's not what happened. He got married, fucking had kids. Yeah, shame on you for being a fucking good Samaritan. And what about <laughs> what about? Geely. Oh come on! Man. Wasn't that wasn't that after Daredevil? Because <laughs> if you're gonna tell me that Geely was better than Daredevil, this podcast oh, no, no, right no. I just mean Steve thinks seems to think that Ben Affleck dropped off the face of the earth after Daredevil, <laughs> and then came back all of a sudden with the town, and then his life was great forever. I actually liked the town. I thought the town was that, a good movie. That was, that was a, a great movie. movie. That was a but really anyways. good movie. But anyways, anyway. forever, Steve, why don't you close this bad boy out? Uh, how am I going to close this one? <laughs> I think I think what we can say is that 
You know, I'm going to take over the closing reins because you're so fucking disappointing, Steve. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I, I think, listen, okay. Sometimes. I, I, you... <laughs> I, I, think what we, I think what we can say is that there are a lot of things that we love when it comes to, you know, movies, games, TV. We have a right as fans to be disappointed. I think we have a right to maybe express our disappointment but we don't have a right to tell people we're going to murder them over it. And I think that's how to best express uh, express uh, our feelings. Yeah, I would agree, buddy. I, I would think that uh, I would think you nailed that right there, man. So don't be an entitled piece of shit is what I'm getting at. Well, thank you for closing that off there, Jason. And uh, if you've listened this long to our rambling, we want to thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening to this, guys. Uh, we are still in a bit of a state of flux with our website, but once we get it back up and running, we are going to make an announcement. And uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep it locked here every week for our podcast, to Geek Out. And subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, all those places, wherever you want to listen to. And as always, to keep up with all these news and all the articles we talk about, all this shit. Because not only do we talk about it on podcasts, we also write articles when our website is working. And, uh, yeah, you can go to thoseguysgeek.com and check it out there. And if but you want to send Steve hate right mail... You yeah. can do that right on Facebook. He's under yep. Steve DaCosta. You can find him online. <laughs> and, his, uh, and his email address is jackhairblowme <laughs> at gmail.com. I, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love destiny at gmail.com. Oh, right on, boys. This has been another <laughs> exciting episode. See you guys later.